430,971 likes. That's not too bad. You might say, man, I'll take that. That'd be awesome. All right, cool. Well, then you look to the right of that and you see the um, the little dislikes. 1,541,000 dislikes. That's pretty rough. Welcome to Tim Talks, the podcast helping the independent musician online. If you're looking to build your web presence, expand your reach, grow your email list, and sell more of your music on the internet, then this is the podcast for you. With short and actionable episodes every Monday and Thursday, Tim Talks is all about demystifying social media, digital marketing, and all things online business for indie artists. Let's dive in. For this month's giveaway on Tim Talks, I'm really excited to be doing a drawing for an M-Audio Axiom. If you're wanting to have a rock-solid controller for your studio, or even when you play live, check out freemusicgift.com and find out how you can win this keyboard in our April drawing. You'll have to hurry because the drawing is only open for three weeks, so head on over to freemusicgift.com. You can even increase your chances of winning by sharing with a friend. Find out more again at freemusicgift.com. All right, guys, welcome to episode 15 of Tim Talks. This is Nate Fancher, your host, speaking here, and um, I'm excited to be back again here on the Tim Talks podcast. So if you are new with us, I want to encourage you again to check out freemusicgift.com. I want you to enter that drawing, and uh, you could win uh, an M-Audio Axiom 49 keyboard. That's going to be awesome when I give that away. I cannot wait to, to give that to somebody. It could be you. And what we're doing here in this, the next few episodes, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna kind of change gears because we've been talking a lot about um, email marketing, and we focused the first several episodes on mindset and digital marketing, and and kind of combining the two, and really giving you guys a new model to begin thinking about when it comes to uh, your music marketing. Now, this stuff isn't new necessarily. It's not like I'm inventing anything. Uh, completely out of thin air and just coming up with something that has never existed here in, in terms of my concepts that I teach here. Uh, this stuff's been going on for some time, but it's still the exception to the rule because many artists, many independent musicians are still trying to play uh, the music marketing game according to the old rules. You know, they put a lot of effort into touring. They put a lot of effort into radio promotion, and which is all fine. I'm not ever suggesting that you just never play a show again, um, unless you, unless you want to. So there's the option for that. It just depends on your model. The things that I'm talking about here are really about leveraging the reach of the internet, leveraging the tools that you, that we have today that are almost free, the the the, the low uh, cost for doing business online, uh, leveraging all of that to build an audience. And to um, and to do that independently without the help of major record labels, publishing companies, um, etc. So that's what Tim Talks is all about. The name of this episode is the Purple Music Cow, and we're going to talk about being remarkable and and how how important that is these days. How to have something fantastic. The Purple Music Cow. We're going to talk about being remarkable. We're going to talk about how to stand out. We're going to talk about um, why that's important. And we're going to give you a few examples of who has done this well. Let's dive in. It's, it's not enough these days to have great marketing. So though we really focus on marketing in this, in this podcast on Tim Talks, 
music marketing with a with a digital marketing bent. Um, though we focus on that, it's it's so important to be reminded of the importance of a great product, something that is amazing, and how that really feeds the marketing frenzy. David Ogilvy. He um, is kind of an advertising guru from the advertising world, written a lot of books and stuff on the subject. And he said um, this quote, I love it, great marketing makes a bad product fail faster. It's such an important quote. And too many artists think that the internet is going to um, be their, their claim, their, their you know, door into fame. You know, if you could just have internet fame, you'd, you'd, you'd be ready to go. You'd be set. If you can just get in front of a lot of people, then you'll be um, ready to go and you'll have fans and, and then you'll, you'll, be, you'll have made it, quote unquote. You'll have made it. Really, the, um, the problem with that is that the more exposure you get, if you're not ready for that exposure, the harder it's going to be for you to climb out of a hole. I'll give you an example. You've probably heard of her. I think I've mentioned this before. Her name's Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black, she, uh, I don't know if she wrote this song. I, I don't, I have no idea the story behind the song Friday, but it went viral on YouTube, but it only went viral on YouTube for one reason. It went viral on YouTube because it's hilariously bad. Um, and I really, I have respect for Rebecca, actually, because she is continuing to try to produce music and to build a fan base and to get out there and do the thing. And um, and she actually does have some fans. That's why I applaud her for that, because she's really working hard. And, and she has to work extra hard, in fact, to kind of overcome the stigma that was created, the um, the reputation, you know? You know, the the YouTube video, I'm looking at it right now, as of this recording, uh, it's had 77,425,187 plays. And that is awesome, but it's also terrible when you look underneath it. Because, <laughs> gosh. You know, on YouTube, you can see the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Well, in this video... Uh, there's the likes, the thumbs up, right? 430,971 likes. That's not too bad. You might say, man, I'll take that. That'd be awesome. All right, cool. Well, then you look to the right of that and you see the um, the little dislikes, thumbs down thing. 1,541,000 uh, dislikes. That's pretty rough. So um, <laughs> that's really rough. A lot of plays, uh, a lot of those people didn't even like, you know, dislike or like it. Rebecca Black, um, the story goes that, you know, she, her mom, they, they, they put down some money with Arc Music Factory, a um, production house out in California. And um, they basically took Rebecca, they, they spent a lot of money and they produced this song and this music video. And I think about David Ogilvy's quote, great marketing only makes a bad product fail faster. And then when viral, contagious um, internet things get in there, it becomes even crazier. Um, and so you contrast this with Walk of the Earth. They're a band. It's a cover song. A cover song by Walk of the Earth called Somebody That I Used to Know. You've probably heard this little single. It's by Gautier. And, um, and it's, 
gotten so many more plays. 164,718,118 plays. That's pretty awesome. Why is that? It's because they have what Seth Godin uh, calls the purple cow effect. They are doing something that um, is unique, and it is, to use his uh, carefully chosen word, remarkable. Something remarkable. The word remarkable is awesome because remarkable means it's worth commenting on. It's worth remarking about. Remarking. Is remarking a word? I don't know. It's worth talking about. It's worth sharing. It's remarkable. And the reason it's remarkable is because you have the, the whole band right there in the frame, five members, and they're all playing on one guitar together. And they're all um, intentionally doing different parts. And they've obviously carefully planned this out. They must have practiced it hundreds of times because the performance is perfect. And with video, um, video songs, as Jack Conte calls them, they are typically um, live in terms of when they, when they perform it, and, and they're just shot with the video. So that's, that's the main difference, is that you have a music video, you know, the old school music video format, is, it's, a, it's a video to the studio recording, and the video song is the, the live, a live performance of a special, a special performance, a special live performance of, of a song. And so... You contrast Rebecca's Rebecca's song Friday with um, this video song by Walk of the Earth, somebody that I used to know, and it's and it's amazing, and it gets shared. In fact, that's that's how I found out about it. A buddy of mine texted me the YouTube link. I checked it out, and I was like, "Wow, that's cool!" And then I wanted to show somebody. That's how you know you're onto the purple cow effect, the purple music cow, we'll call it. And this purple music cow is all about developing something that is remarkable. And having something fantastic and great, and um, and you have to think outside the box. And and this kind of thing is not um, new necessarily. This video was uploaded three years ago, and um, and it's something that bands have been doing. And music groups like Pomplamoose, which is uh, Jack Conte and his girlfriend, um, they got really good at doing this kind of thing. And and that's another example. Um, Jack Conte. Uh, his song "Golf." I'll have these videos in our show notes today. You can go check them out; they're pretty cool. Um, it's a very, very um, intentionally edited, uh, where he's playing every single part on the song, and then he mixes it together um, in his editor. And um, pretty remarkable stuff. It takes a lot of time, of course, but it's it's like I said, remarkable. His song uh, "Golf," and you'll see it in there. He's playing the drums, he's playing the bass, he's singing, he's playing guitar. Uh, just around his his house. <laughs> it's really funny stuff. And um, it's the kind of thing that people want to share. It's a remarkable product. It's a purple cow because it stands out. The idea of a purple cow is that when people drive by a, a cow pasture, you've driven by them before, probably, right? What do you see out there? You see some brown cows. You see some, some, some uh, white cows with some black spots, maybe. Some good old dairy cows. You see some uh, black cows. I don't know. But you don't really see purple cows. And if you were to see a purple cow, what would you do? You would stop and look. Or you'd at least turn your head and be like, oh my gosh, did you see that? You'd say something right there in that moment, right? You'd be like, what? Uh, there's a purple cow. Look. And you'd tell everybody in your car. You'd be like, hey, hey, check out that purple cow over there. That's, that's, what, that's what it's all about. Something that stands out. Something that not only stands out, but everyone has to share and everyone 
has to um, talk about. And if you have that, then uh, people are sharing, they're texting um, your remarkable purple something to their friends. They're sharing it on social media and it spreads like wildfire. If it's not remarkable and you throw a lot of money at great marketing, then you're um, in the Rebecca Black category. And you, ha- you have to only work twice as hard to get out of that, that stigma. You have to change people's um, opinion. But if you have something amazing and, and it's purple, <laughs> it stands out, then people are going to share it. Action items. Here we go. Got a couple of action steps for you to take before we wrap up this episode. Um, number one, check out the book Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Seth Godin um, has written this book, Purple Cow, Transform Your Business by Being Remarkable. It's an, it's an older book. It was written over 10 years ago in 2003 by Seth Godin. Seth Godin is uh, just an amazing author, but also just a brilliant mind in regards to marketing in this modern world that we live in now. Because marketing has changed. It is no longer about just being uh, the one with the most money who can advertise the most. It's really about being remarkable. He says in his book, today, the one sure way to fail is to be boring. Your one chance for success is to be remarkable. The book actually ends with a 10-point checklist that sets out how to create a remarkable product, a remarkable thing, and and that's really helpful. So um, I I recommend books a lot for this reason. I recommend books because um, leaders should be readers. And you're a leader. You're, you're leading yourself. You're leading the, the band that you play in, perhaps. You're leading the people around you. Uh, you're leading the cause for your message. And you should be a reader because it helps you grow. It helps you learn. So check out this book, Purple Cow by Seth Godin. That's your first action step. And you can um, get that at our show notes. You can see a link there. Our show notes are theindependentmusician.com forward slash 15 for this episode. And if you want to check out this book on audio, you can actually get a free a, a version of it at Audible. And I have a link for that in our show notes as well, where you can find um, the book, The Purple Cow, Purple Cow by Seth Godin at Audible. If you like to listen to audio, which I'm assuming you do because you're listening to this right now. Um, And I like to, I love listening to audio books. I like to read them too. I do both. Um, So for different reasons. But anyway, that's your action item step number one. Check out the book, Purple Cow. All right, action item number two Go over to Patreon.com, Patreon, and um, if you know if you don't know about Patreon, it is basically a platform where you can do crowdfunding on a regular basis, where you have essentially you have patrons who support you through each song that you produce, each video you make, whatever you're doing, and um, you know rather than doing event based or project based crowdfunding like Kickstarter, this is an ongoing um, crowdfunding that that is centered around your art on an ongoing basis. So what is cool about this is that you can go through and see um, other artists and what they're doing, and you can learn from them. You can see what is getting a lot of traction, what's not getting a lot of traction, and then align yourself to really try to learn from the ones who are doing well on Patreon. So if you go into the music section, since you're a musician, most likely listening to this, uh, you'll see different artists who are doing different different things. Here's Julia Westlin. I do not know who that is, but I just found out about her. She's from Sweden. I'm here at the site now. And uh, she's creating music and art. That's the category. She's got um, 88 patrons pledging $901. 
and uh, 903 right here. Uh, it's the total pledges for, for her stuff. And um, she's doing covers, looks like. She's doing acapella videos where she's filming herself and making herself like a little choir of one. A lot of people are doing that. Um, they're cool. You know, I won't get into how much I like those or not. <laughs> I won't say. Sometimes they're great. A band like Pentatonics is truly remarkable to me. Um, they're a singing group. It's a lot harder to do that with different people. Um, but, I mean, if you check out their Patreon page, they have like $20,000 per per music video. That's the total. Pretty incredible. So they're they're doing well on, on Patreon right now. The key with this action step is to learn from these artists who are uh, thinking outside the box, who are being creative, who are putting out great stuff. And I've talked about this before, but Austin Kleon and his book, Steal Like an Artist, is all about learning from the great people who you and who are who you are inspired by. And um, and really Ira Glass, he's probably the most popular for his quote where he talks about having great taste and then your honest assessment of where you are um, in terms of your gap between the ability to make that great taste yourself to make great art just like that yourself and um, but also the fact that you have that taste is what got you into it to begin with and so the fact that you have that is a good sign and so learn and develop and learn and develop from the folks who are who are being shared the most and and that's what's going to happen to you so all right, guys, that's it for this episode. Episode 15 is done in the can. And um, I'm excited to have you with me on Tim Talks. It means so much that you uh, listen to this podcast. I'd love for you to head over to freemusicgift.com. We have the giveaway going on this month. And there you can um, actually do um, a little something for me. And I give you five extra entries in the drawing for this month. Rate and review the podcast. Please do that. That'd be great because... If you can rate and review the podcast, an honest rating and review, please, um, it'll help our search results in iTunes. It'll help, it'll help more people like yourself, more independent artists, more independent musicians discover um, what we're doing and what we're talking about here on Tim Talks. That would be awesome, and um, it means so much. So I want to give back to you for doing that with five extra entries in this month's drawing. And um, again, that's at freemusicgift.com. And you can win an M-Audio Axiom 49. I hope it's you. I really do. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. We'll see you right here next time on Tim Talks. Tim Talks.